So, unlike NASA, we're going back to the fucking moon. That's right. <laughs> the fucking moon. Dave, you've already talked about the moon. I did, yes. Hologram Moon, episode one, where it all began. It's nice to be back. Today, we're not going to talk about the possibility that the moon may be a fucking hologram. Nope. We're going to talk about maybe if it's hollow. So what do we think we know about the fucking moon, huh? Well, I was watching this badass documentary called The Alien Moon. Apparently, what they say in this fucking documentary is that the moon may be older than mankind. Which is kind of weird. But that does not surprise me. I doubt the moon is like the ride you see at the carnival. You know what I mean? Every time I go to the fucking carnival, the people running those rides look like they came with them. They're all gruss, grubby, greasy, ran the fuck down, running on meth alone. There's this big question, where did the fucking moon come from? They want to know. Where did the fucking moon come from, people? Does anybody know? If you do, fucking tell me. I would like to know. They got a couple of fucking theories about where the fucking moon came from. They got this thing called the giant impact theory. <laughs> Which, uh, sounds like either a really badass action film or really epic shit. <laughs> they say the giant impact theory is complete garbage. And if you don't know what the giant impact theory is, is basically a foreign celestial body smashed into the Earth before it became the fucking Earth. And <laughs> now we have the moon and the Earth. What makes a giant impact theory a bunch of fucking trash is that the isotopic signature of Earth and the moon are identical. So if you cobble together a bunch of the fucking rocks and you start running some tests on them, they look identical. <laughs> of course, most rocks look identical, asshole. Don't be a smart ass. This is some fucking science shit, tough guy. So that negates the foreign body collision because if, uh, I don't know, an alien planet crashes the fuck into you, you're gonna have a lot of weird alien fucking rocks flying around, ain't you? But you don't. No. They're all the same. <laughs> yeah. There's the accretion hypothesis. If you don't know what the fuck that is, it's basically, uh, think of a double system from the primordial era. This would be like a gigantic maelstrom of fragments of rock and material and stuff like that that would later on comprise what is the solar system. And that they say that the double the accretion hypothesis it basically explains that the the Earth and the Moon formed at the same time and began orbiting one another. However, this doesn't explain the angular momentum of the Earth-Moon system or why the Moon has a small or no iron core, and it does not explain why the Moon doesn't revolve. Because I don't know if you people know this, but the Moon doesn't fucking spin. Every fucking Moon in the solar system spins. You know how we rotate? That's how we have the day-night system. There's none of that shit on the fucking moon. It's st it's stationary. It doesn't it doesn't spin. Now they also have the captured moon theory, which is basically saying that uh, we captured the fucking thing. 
if it's like we, Earth had a gigantic butterfly net, and it's like, hey, bitch, I caught you, and now you're mine. But that's complete trash. Because if we captured it, it would be evident in its orbit. It had this huge elliptical fucking orbit, if that was even possible. But when you look at the size of the moon, in relation to the size of the Earth, there's no motherfucking way you captured a fucking planet that fucking size. Because it is a planet. Let's just fucking get that out of the way right now. Isaac Asimov, back to the capture moon theory. If anybody here is familiar with who the fuck Isaac Asimov is, he's this badass science fiction, science fiction author. And he basically wrote a bunch of badass books about the space and you know, space and robots and shit. Whatever the fuck. Who cares? What, what the fuck does he have to say? He says, uh, fucking... Isaac Asimov says, it's, it's too big to be captured by the Earth. The chances of such a capture having been affected and the moon had then having taken up a near-circular orbit around our Earth are much too small to make such an eventuality credible. So what is that really smart guy saying? He's like, in a fucking way, you captured the moon, asshole. It's not gonna fucking happen. Okay, jerk off? doesn't work like that. So we got another theory. All these theories about where the fucking moon came from, right? Now disre disregard the fact that some of us don't believe it exists. Disregard the fact that some of us don't think that we went there. Disregard all the shit you think you know about the moon for the next 10 fucking minutes. Then you can go back to it and you can fucking sort through it all and then you can have this shit to add to it, fuck's sake. Okay, moving on. Fission theory. Now, the spin of the proto-earth materials created the moon. That's what they're saying. They're saying basically before the fucking Earth was the motherfucking Earth, the shit that was com the, the Earth particles that were inside the area where the Pacific Ocean is now, was, you know where it is basically, material came from the Pacific Ocean area. They debunked this theory because of the youthfulness of the geologic samples in the Pacific Ocean versus the geologic samples taken from the Moon. Now all these theories about where the moons come from, it's all a bunch of shit. That's right. A bunch of smart people sat around coming up with all this nonsense. It's all a bunch of shit. It's all been debunked. Doesn't that make you feel good? A bunch of smart people with their fucking fancy degrees and their fucking wacky little fucking theories. Trash. The fuck out of here. Take that garbage and fuck off. So now we dive into the real good shit, folks. Moon mysteries. The moon is thought to be older than previously thought. That kind of sounded redundant. Hmm. Oh, well. The moon... Might be older than the Earth and the Sun. That's that's weird. Oh, how the fuck does that happen? They think it might be anywhere between five to point three billion years old to six point five billion years old. Um, and even though critics say that there, since there is no geologic activity, this may explain why. And they think that since the Earth renews itself, there's there's the possibility that Earth may have rocks. They have had material at some point that could be measured to be that old, but we don't have it since the Earth has geologic activity and it just recycles itself continually, obviously. So they say there's no real will to, real way to find that out, but it's a speculation. Now, what's weird about the moon, you want to know another moon mystery, is uh, the chemical composition of moon rocks versus the moon dust differs. Some people speculate that these rocks came from meteorites. However, the rocks all have the same composition. You want to know what else is weird about the fucking moon? Typically, lighter elements are found on the outer surfaces of planetary bodies, and the heavier elements are found deeper inside, closer to the core. With the moon, that is not the fucking case. Not at all. There's this dude named Don Wilson, and uh, if you're old enough to remember Don the Dragon Wilson, it's not him. This other dude, he's an author. And he wrote this book called Our Mysterious Spaceship Moon. He says that, uh, quote, 
The abundance of refractory elements like titanium in the surface areas is so pronounced that several geologists proposed the refractory compounds were brought to the moon's surface in great quantity in some unknown way. They don't know how, but that it was done cannot be questioned. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? They're saying, hey, somebody hollowed out this fucking moon, asshole. And there's a bunch of crazy shit on the surface. And it's just refracting a fuck ton of light, bro. Geologic anomalies. Vapor clouds have been seen 100 square miles wide, long, whatever, lasting for 14 hours. Now, how the fuck is that possible if you don't have any fucking geologic activity on the motherfucking moon? Moon rocks are magnetized, but the, ma the moon has no magnetic field. How the fuck is that possible? Seismic activity on the moon has been noticed. There's been gaseous eruptions. <laughs> They've been recorded, and they are not the result of meteor strikes. November 1958, Soviet astronomer Nikolai Krosyev of the Crimean Astrophysical Observatory photographed a gaseous eruption near the crater Alphonsus. In 1963, reddish glows were reported in the Arcurius region. Now, this repeats as the moon moves closer to the Earth, and they suspect that it might be a natural event. Now, if you guys don't know shit about the moon... The moon has the effect on the Earth to cause tidal waves, tidal changes and things like that, right? Not tidal waves, but like, you know, t tides, obviously. It, it can pull on the ocean. And if it can pull on the ocean, what is the effect on the moon? What's, what's happening on the moon? And if you didn't know this, the further we get away from the moon, the both of our planets bulge a little bit. Like, take a bowl, step on it. And see how it fucking squeezes? That's what the fucking moon looks like. I suspect that's maybe what's occurring here, but who the fuck do I, what do I know? I'm some fucking shithead with a shitty podcast. Hollow moon. The moon is not solid. I don't know if you guys know this. That motherfucker's hollow. It's hollow as fuck, dude. Alright? There ain't no fucking thing inside the goddamn thing. It contains less density considering its size and mass. So basically, there are these mathematical equations where they're like, Alright, well, given the fucking size of this motherfucking moon and uh, its apparent mass, it should have such and such density. And they do the equations, they do the fucking math, they get their fucking stupid calculators out, and they start ones and zeroing shit, and they realize, hey, uh, that fucking thing is hollow, bro. <laughs> uh, that is frightening. 1962, NASA scientist Dr. Gordon McDonald says, quote, if the astronomical data are reduced, it is found that the data require that the interior of the moon is more like a hollow than a homogeneous sphere. Basically saying, the motherfucker's hollow, dude, okay? There ain't nothing fucking in there. It's empty. Fucking hollow. Like, I don't fucking... How else do I say hollow? It's fucking empty, bro. He talks like that, by the way. <laughs> Nobel chemist Dr. Harold Urey. He suggested the moon's reduced density is because of a large area inside the moon where there is simply a cavity. So he's discovered another way to say the moon's hollow. Cavity. I like the word cavity. Makes me think of dentists. And I fucking hate dentists. Bastards. MIT. Dr. Sean C. Solomon. He says, The lunar orbiter experiments vastly improved our knowledge of the moon's gravitational field, indicating the frightening possibility that the moon may be hollow. That's terrifying. I think I just peed a little bit. <laughs> Whoops. 
Dr. Carl fucking Sagan. In his treatise, if that's... Is that a word? Of intelligent life in the universe. Quote, A natural satellite cannot be a hollow object. Therefore, the moon may not be a natural, quote-unquote, satellite at all, end quote. That's fucking Carl Sagan, dude. The guy who's so fucking smart, it's not necessary to put the doctor in front of his fucking name. Okay? So how do we know the fucking moon's hollow? Oh, I'm gonna fucking tell you right now, shitbird. During Apollo 12, the uh, their ascent stage when they were leaving the moon, they deliberately crashed the fucker into the moon. And I talked about this in uh, other episodes. I can't remember which one. Who gives a fuck? The motherfucker rang like a bell. The fucking moon was like ringing like a fucking bell. Okay? And they repeated this again during Apollo 13. Um, they sent their third stage rocket to impact the moon because if something was going to land on the moon, it might as well have been something. These seismic recordings have lasted for four hours and they went to a depth of 25 miles. Meaning that there is little to no core in the moon. I mean, it literally gongs like a fucking bell for several hours. Now, when you have an earthquake, if you've ever lived during an earthquake, I've lived through fucking hundreds, like several of them, dude. So I've fucking lost track. Quakes on Earth literally last only around several minutes, not hours. I mean, if that was the case, there'd be nothing on fucking Earth, dude. Everything would be flattened. It's crazy, because the moon is apparently prone to shaking fits. The moon is really prone to shaking fits. And there's four different types. One, deep quakes. Two, vibrations from meteors. Three, thermal quakes, which are caused by the sun's heat. And four, shallow moon quakes, sometimes up to 5.5 on the Richter scale. And you know what the weird thing is? Motherfuckers don't know what the fuck causes these motherfucking moon quakes. There's no tectonic activity. Now, I've mentioned this earlier in the episode, that I believe it may be due to the lunar pool and tidal forces and that's what all the, also that's what this alien documentary says too um, the reason why they don't think it's due to lunar pull and tidal forces is because a lot of these moon quakes are localized it mean meaning it doesn't affect an entire region which you know it should um, these are really small re- localized quakes more moon mysteries the moon position now According to Alien Moon documentary, they say that the moon has been placed exactly in the orbit it travels. Yep. Some motherfucker steered it into its position as it is. Like a glove, dude. I can see Ace Ventura parking the moon right now. It's all fucked up and lopsided. That would explain why there's all those meteor strikes on the fucking side of the moon that faces us. He fucking crashed the fucker a thousand times getting here. <laughs> like a glove. Uh, there's no way that the moon could have ended up where it is at random. It's fucking impossible. You couldn't capture a moon like that. Its orbit would show the capture. It is the only moon in the solar system that has a stationary, near-perfect circular orbit. The moon's center of gravity is 6,000 feet closer to Earth than its geometric center, which should cause wobbling. Because there's a bulge (laughs) that points away from the Earth, this has the effect of stabilizing the moon's position. Um, The moon is perfectly sized and placed to cover the sun during lunar and solar eclipses. I've always thought that that was fucking weird, dude. It's just the right size, it's just the right shape, and it's just the right distance to perfectly block out the sun. Is 
that is fucking weird. Come on. That's weird. Isaac Asimov, he says, uh, quote, there is no astronomical reason why the moon and the sun should fit so well. It is the sheerest of coincidences, and only the Earth among all the planets is the is blessed in this fashion. So what's that lead us to? Binary planetary system. The moon may be another planet when one considers its actual size, despite its relation to Earth. It's far too big to be a real moon. It's way too fucking big, dude. I mean, look at the size of the fucking thing. Some assholes are going to tell me that's a fucking moon. Do you know how big the fucking moon, or should I say small, the moons of Jupiter are? They're tiny, okay? Let me tell you what. Go to your car and dig the fucking pebbles out of the tread of your fucking shit heap. And that's the fucking moon Iopa, or Europa, or Iona, whatever the fuck moon they got there, dude, okay? Your Jupiter, asshole, and that little shitbag pebble you pulled out, that's your little moon. The moon may be another planet when one considers binary planetary system. The moon may be another planet when one considers its actual size despite its relation to Earth. Look at the size of the fucking thing, dude. Come on, man. It's a moon. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. It's far too big to be a real moon. I mean, it's the biggest one in its relation to its parent planet. Its barycenter is between Earth. The barycenter between Earth and moon is under the Earth's crust, and a barycenter... It's a uh, imaginary position in space where the fulcrum is placed between two planetary bodies. It's this point in space where two planetary bodies orbit one another off of each other's momentum. And the ironic thing is, is that this is not outside of the Earth. It's actually the point of this very center is inside the Earth's crust, which gives the appearance of a moon-Earth dynamic. Both rotate at a point in space that is located under the Earth's surface. I just pointed that out. Now, in conclusion to this part one of three, the moon was, the moon may not be or ever was the Earth's actual natural satellite. And in the next episodes, I'm going to talk about some of the crazy shit that they've discovered on the moon. I'm going to talk about some of the crazy shit they've seen while they were on the moon. I'm going to talk about some of the crazy shit that fucking came out. And you know for a fucking fact, I'm bringing up some motherfucking reptilians. It's some motherfucking David Icke. Because we're getting all up in the motherfucking moon shit again, bitch. And you better believe your motherfucking ass Buzz Aldrin is going to make a motherfucking guest appearance. Because he has, it's been far too long since he's done fuck somebody up. Now, I want you guys to like, share, subscribe. Zero Brain Podcast on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, motherfucking anything. I don't give a fuck. You see my fucking stupid face in this stupid podcast? You fucking like that shit? Right the fuck now. Because I know where you live, asshole. (laughs) I don't. I don't even know where I live. I'm fucking constantly getting lost. You just listened to part one of three. This is Dave Grave, Zero Brain Podcast, signing off.